Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hey, Craig. Scott Perry here. Scott, thanks for jumping in. It, I, I, I never get tired of saying to people, thanks really for taking the generous leap. Um, it really, I try to be mindful of people don't really know me that well. And they just kind of assume that podcasters are going to do nice things. So I know it, it takes a, a bit of effort to like say, yeah, I'm in for a recording. It takes effort to punch a hole in your schedule, uh, especially with somebody. I, I can see some of the books on your bookshelf and less is more. So I do appreciate you taking the time. Uh, having said all that, um, I love to talk about all kinds of things, but in this show, I love to talk about podcasting. And I know that you've done, um, I, I first met you in, it's the only place I've ever met you, is inside Akimbo Courses. And I know you've taken a lot of different courses. I don't mean that in a negative way. And I've seen you writing. I've seen you in podcasting. So I know that you have a passion for creating content and sharing message. So I'm thinking, can you tell me about how you see podcasting fitting in to all the different ways that you create? Sure. Well, first, thank you for having me. It's, I, it's, it, this is also an investment of your valuable time and attention, and I appreciate you <laughs> taking a chance on uh, bringing me onto the broadcast, and I really appreciate the work that you do. I, um, some of our mutual friends have been on the show and have said really, really wonderful things about both you and, and what you're building here. So I appreciate well, the difference you. you're making. Um, yeah, so uh, the, the only Akimbo course I've ever officially taken um, is the marketing seminar. After that, I became uh, a coach in Akimbo. And so I've taken a lot of, been in a lot of courses, uh, almost every course in Akimbo I've had some connection to, uh, including the podcast fellowship. And podcasting was something I did right out of the Alt-MBA in 2016 as a way of making sense of what I was building. I entered the Alt-MBA thinking I was going to take my very successful brick and mortar guitar studio and turn it into an online empire that would earn me money in my sleep. I exited the Alt-MBA not even knowing, like knowing I didn't want to be a musician or a guitar teacher anymore, but not really knowing what I wanted to do. <laughs> and it was this, it was me on camera, you know, having conversations with interesting, inspiring people, you know, that were sharing their insights in how they were making a difference in the world and how they built what they had built and how they were advancing. Mm -hmm. um, that really helped me as a wayfinding tool to find my way into the purpose, uh, you know, of, of my brand, which is called Creative on Purpose. Hmm. I, I love that you bring up the be creative, interesting conversations. That's my, I, I think I'm addicted to it. It's gotta be a dopamine thing. I, I just love like having those engaging conversations. And I think this is, I'm, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on this. I think that it's so fundamentally different to have a conversation with someone else as opposed to trying to think it through or like, Oh, I'll write it out or I'll read about it and I'll make an outline. And um, a lot of, I don't know a lot, but there's a significant part of the magic in the Akimbo courses, which is um, I, I showed up with my podcast all preformed. I've been podcasting for like two years, but I was expecting, and I got a whole bunch of conversations and yes, sometimes they're digital and we're typing to each other, but that other mind, either in real time or near serial real time, um, there's just magic in that. And 
I'm wondering if you've ever, like, how, how did you take that lesson? I'm assuming you're nodding along. I'm assuming you agree. How do you take that lesson of using that other person and the serendipity? How do you take that to your clients, like within creative on purpose? Mm, that's a great question. Yeah. Well, you pointed to something that I think is the magic of Akimbo, which is, you know, the workshops connect you with content and with, you know, Seth and other instructors, provocative perspectives and yeah. uh, counterintuitive insights and um, empathetically provocative ideas. And, <laughs> and then you connect with the community and through conversation, you unpack your assertions, you test them in the wild, you um, start to apply whatever principles or ideas you just mm. learned about um, to whatever your whatever endeavor you're there to to level up in, and you know th that's really really powerful because we can't. Like I can see what you don't see and I can shine a light and say, Hey, right. Craig, you, you know, here's what I heard you say. Had you thought about it this way? Or here's what I heard you say. Did I get that right? And you say, well, no, no you didn't get no, it right. You know, yeah, which, that's which different. Is, did I, did I say it wrong or are you just an idiot? I mean, so there's all these things that we can, you know, the, these connections and collisions and conversations help us arrive at clear articulations of our vision, of our goals, of our strategy. And, and that's fantastic. And yes, writing is a very different way of, of unpacking and, and clarifying ideas. And that's a, a means that I use as well. And I found, I have found that blogging and broadcasting are just so simpatico like a broad, mm. a, a conversation in a broadcast gives me fodder for unpacking an idea deeper in a blog. <laughs> Definitely. And then uh, something I just wrote about in a blog will come up in a conversation. And to your point, what happens in this, in this is that you and I are both here. Like we're actually here. We're present and in the here and now we are, and we have no script and we don't know what's going to happen. And you're going to say something and you know, there may be the tension of a pregnant pause, but at some point, you know, I'm going to, to have to respond. It's call and response, response and call. Um, I just think it's it's a great exercise in becoming um, a, a more empathetic, compassionate, caring, concerned, considerate human being to engage in conversations like this. Yes, I would. <laughs> I'm just nodding along vigorously. <laughs> this is audio only, but yes, Absolutely. Um, I, you're, you've mentioned, uh, empathy more than once. And that's a big, um, I don't want to say a big part of like my personal journey, but it took me a long time to like realize that that was something that I wasn't good at and then to like to work on. It. And, I, and I, I think in hindsight, yeah, I needed to figure all that out before I could begin to write, you know, certain a way of writing within blogging. I couldn't communicate until I understood empathy. And then I, I mean, it's something you work on forever, but like, there's just magic that happens when two people show up and do like the dance of empathic, um, empathic understanding or, or attempting to understand each other. Um, so you mentioned, uh, coming out of alt MBA and we kind of skipped over the part where, where how did you get from 
uh, I'm going to say not knowing what you want to do next to, I'm going to say having a pretty clear guide star to, to, to what you wanted to do. And then of course, then there's brand, you know, brand, uh, creation and all that stuff. But how did you find your guide star after Alt MBA when you realized oh, empathic, uh, communication, but I don't know what I want to do with that. Mm. Yeah. Well, I love what you said about empathy because that was, um, you know, we discuss it in the Alt MBA, obviously, but in the marketing seminar, that was like my big takeaway as a student in the first marketing seminar was I didn't know what the hell empathy really was. And I would ask people like, can you tell me what empathy is? And they would tell me and I would say, that doesn't sound like empathy. And so <laughs> literally my wife and I spent a year, we go for a walk every day and we spent a year on our walk talking about empathy. And she was in the same boat. She's like, you know, I don't think, you know, we'd read things and watch mm. videos and all this. And what I find, you know, and like you, I discovered like, actually you, you're, you know, you think you're a good guy, but your, your empathy, um, yeah, I'm, I'm tone deaf. Very yeah. low. Yes. <laughs> and so there was a, I, I remember doing the practice of finding the good in others. I don't know if you remember that from Alt MBA, but you find. I didn't some... do. That. I didn't actually do the Alt MBA. But... Oh, okay, well, <laughs> there's this exercise where you catch someone doing something good, you tell them what you saw, and you thank them for it. And I, I had a daily discipline of doing that at least three times a day, every day. Um, and that was part of my that was part of my empathy practice. And where I arrived at is, empathy is really hard. It requires a lot of effort to put your yeah. to see here and understand someone for where they are, um, and all the 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 um, tension of you know also wanting to be somewhere else and having obstacles, many of them self imposed. Hmm. But I think oftentimes empathy is conflated with compassion, and compassion is I think it's on this it's it's the next natural step. So, you know, there's pity. I feel sorry for you. There's sympathy. Like I can sympathize with your situation. There's empathy. I see here and understand and can feel what you feel. And then there's compassion. I am now going to do something about motivated, it. Motivated, right? To action. And compassion is an action. Empathy is an effort. Compassion, the, you know, the effort of empathy, when it leads to the action of compassion, goes from an exhausting exercise and trying to really deeply understand someone's, you know, point of view uh, or way of being to helping them get from where they are to where they want to be. Because if you're doing that with and for the right people, it becomes a uh, a reciprocal thing. You're putting out energy and helping mm. them, but they're, they're returning that because you're seeing progress being made in real time. And they are, you know, hopefully grateful and, and respectful and all that sort of thing. So I completely didn't answer your actual question, but the empathy. No, but you, you're on good. an awesome thread. So I'm, I'm going, okay, that makes, I mean, aside from, yes, please, more of that, everybody listening, whole world, the, that create, you've just created in my mind a, a story or a track of like working on empathy. And then you're describing how now in hindsight, we can see compassion is what you, what we would like to do with that. So I'm guessing you're going to say that the creation of creative on purpose is you trying to be efficacious. Like, all right, I want to, I want to like weaponize compassion. I want to deploy this as a teachable executable thing that I can repeat over and over. So I'm guessing that's where that vehicle 
you know, the vehicle serves that purpose. Yeah, no, you're, you're spot on. I mean, you know, this was, again, this was, I, I spent two and a half, three years in the wilderness trying to figure out, trying to find that North star that you were talking about. And, you know, I think I, you know, I spent a lot of my time doing what a lot of other people do, which is I'm looking for a map. Just show me, just show me the yes. way and I'll, and I, <laughs> yeah. show me the road and I'll follow the road. And the thing is your endeavor, the difference only you can make is there's no map because it's, mm-hmm. it's your journey. It's not the journeys of other people that have come before you. They can inform and inspire your journey, but what you actually need is a compass and yeah. you need to look, build and learn how to use a compass so that you can find your way and leverage your values, your skills and talents, and find the people that share your values and need your talents to enhance their lives. And that compass that I just laid out in like a three circle Venn diagram, that the center of that is the difference only you can make, the place where mm. you can lean in and build an offer done with and for the right people. And so, you know, at Creative on Purpose, we have all sorts of maxims. Some of them are stolen from Stoic philosophy. Some of them are of my own creation, but we talk a lot about living your legacy. You enhance your life most through endeavors that serve others. The difference only you can make. I mean, this Mm -hmm. is, this is where I arrived is my goal with whatever time I have left is that to help more people find fulfillment, identity, and meaning doing engaged in the difference only they can make and doing that work with and for people that provide them with, you know, a sense of belonging, worthiness, fulfillment. Hmm. And I teach them to do that by taking, you know, three years of wandering around in the wilderness, but coming up with processes, having conversations and, um, you know, tapping into the wisdom, ancient wisdom of, of philosophical and spiritual traditions, but also, you know, what current thinkers and influencers are talking about and crafting what I think are very simple, easy, simple processes that are easy to weave in the life that you're already living, but they're, you know, simple is not easy. Like it's simple, it's simple to understand, but it's hard to execute because we tend to stay in our ruts. We stay in our lane. We tend to do things just the way we did yesterday. And so in this effort of making a difference, you have to be always exploring the edges of your understanding and ability, trying things that might not work, um, you know, doing work with and for other people. And, you know, with, I don't know if you've noticed, but people are fascinating. Not everybody understands <laughs> what your intentions are, what your motivations are, what your aspirations are. So, um, so, you know, it looks a lot like coaching. It looks a lot like consulting. We have our own um, community called the Difference Maker Community. Um, and so it's just a, we're, we're helping people define, develop, and deliver the difference only they can make. And in that way, Creative On Purpose isn't making a huge difference in the world all by ourselves, but we are helping other people make the difference only they can make, and they will help others. And so we're cre- creating these ripples of influence out into the world. So there's like 12 things there that I need to amplify. So instead of just trying to rattle them all off, I'll just say, yes, more of that. In particular, I I love um, the metaphor of like, the map is not the territory or the map is not reality. And, 
yes, in the beginning, everybody, myself, especially, you know, like somebody give me a map, like what am I like, just stop talking and tell me what I did that was wrong or, you know, how can I do it right in the future? And, and so there's that whole first meta lesson about figuring out that you need to build your own map. Um, and there are some, some books that I've read that are like, yeah, that's a great book. I wish I had found that one like 20 years sooner. And then I wonder like, well, if I'd read it 20 years ago, what did I to say? Whole, it has to be a journey. It has to be everybody's own journey. Um, and I, I'm thinking, are there, uh, I'm a, I would consider myself a practicing Stoic with a capital S. I uh, have read all sorts of tons of, I have multiple copies of Aurelius's stuff that are dog-eared and falling apart and all that stuff. Um, and I'm wondering if people are like about to slap their headphones and like run out and do something like, oh my God, I'm motivated. Um, is there something that we can, I mean, like I think we've left them with some open questions like the gratitude practice is an excellent one. I have a whole story which I won't unpack, which is like, yes, I discovered that the hard way and it worked really well for me. So like, is that a good like step zero to start with something like that? Or does it almost always, they need to have a guide or like, is there a book that you would point to? Or what are your thoughts on, you know, what should somebody do immediately after listening to this? If they're really thinking, Ooh, that is really scratching my curiosity. Mm. Well, I think number one, you've already pointed to gratitude. Grat gratitude and generosity are the the two easiest things that you can do that will give you the biggest return on investment in terms of boosting your mood. Uh, and so, you know, if if you don't have a gratitude practice, just waking up every morning and, and writing down three simple everyday conveniences, experiences. Um, that you're grateful the, for the power's on. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, that it, down, it, right? You will immediately start your day, right. To do something generous every day. Um, you know, that, that practice of finding the good in others that I shared earlier is a great one. Cause you're making, you're, you're expressing your gratitude for the generosity of another person. And that's a very generous thing. If the idea of defining developing and delivering the difference only you can make sounds interesting to you. You can avoid three years in the howling wilderness trying to do it yourself. And if you go to Creative On Purpose and sign up for the newsletter, I will give you a copy of the handbook. Um, and you're welcome to to use that to map, you know, to as a compass to find your own way. Um, and of course, you know, we have other programs that are available for people that are ready to take a bolder step into possibility and trust themselves enough to invest in themselves to, you know, more efficiently get into making a bigger difference um, with and for other people. And Marcus Aurelius's meditations is uh, a phenomenal handbook for anyone that is looking for aphorisms, maxims uh, for, just reminders of what it means to be a person of intention and integrity of service to other people. And stoicism is a philosophy that promises that you can actually be engaged in the world, which I don't know if you've noticed is a mess mm -hmm. and you can engage with other people who are fascinating and you can experience greater equanimity and joy every day by developing the content of your character by uh, building your virtue, by being generous and doing your work with and for right people and just doing that work 
work with greater intention and integrity. And I think Marcus, Marcus has been my mentor since I was in the seventh grade, which was mm. just a few years after Marcus passed away. So I, I've, been, <laughs> I've been reading Marcus for a long time. In case anybody doesn't know, Marcus Aurelius was an emperor 2000 years ago. <laughs> That's good. Um, well, uh, Scott, thank you so much. Um, as much as I hate to say it, like we need to stop somewhere. And I, I think this is a great place um, at this point. If people's ears are ringing with awesome ideas, please go take action. Please look up Scott. And it was my distinct pleasure to get to have, have like have 20 minutes of you all to myself. Thanks so much. It was a privilege. Thanks. <laughs>